understand the man What more could you ask for? Uh, we talking building businesses and entrepreneurs Next level, uh, elevating, steady working it Featuring guests, sharing their products and services But stand the man, stand the man podcast Let's get down to business, make it happen like that But stand the man, stand the man podcast Let's get down to business, make it happen like that Stand the man, let's go Hello, everyone. Stan the Man here, and this is your podcast for today. And we're very excited to have our real estate expert with us today, Gabby Villa Hernandez. Welcome to the podcast. How are you? Hey. <laughs> Doing good. well. How are you? Thank you for having me. Not a problem. We're uh, glad to have you today. And uh, well, the first, let's just jump right into it. So the, uh, the first question for you is... Uh, how did you end up uh, getting into real estate? How did I end up? I got cut off. Hello? Oh, no, I'm sorry. Uh, how did you get into real estate? Eighteen or nineteen years old, I got a project management job for a broker. Well, she's a flipper, so you know she they would buy the houses and then they would rehab them. And, you know, I actually really, really started liking, you know, the idea of, um, you know, getting a home, being able to make some changes to it and then selling it to somebody else that will, you know, make a life in there. So for now, my first step is to, you know, be able to assist people to get into their homes. And my future goals will, is also to be able to rehab homes and, you know, try to make other homes more beautiful. <laughs> All right. Very good. And then uh, from there, then you began to progress into uh, selling them and helping buyers. Yes, correct. And I did all, I was also in the lending industry for a little while. So I did, um, I was an assistant for a mortgage broker. So I learned a little bit of the lending side, but I actually, um, it wasn't for me. And so I decided to jump into the sales and I love the real estate sales part of it. All right. Fantastic. And uh, uh, wondering how did, uh, I've, you know, I've talked to many different entrepreneurs. Uh, and the reason I started the podcast was last year, uh, it just affected everyone so much and entrepreneurs, especially so I created this podcast with a forum for entrepreneurs. And I was wondering for you, how did uh, COVID change the way that you ended up doing business as you're doing it now? You know, it's actually, um, the real estate industry has changed a lot. The market is crazy right now. So there's an abundance of buyers and there's a shortage of homes. A lot of people aren't comfortable selling their homes right now due to, you know, um, financial issues or they're just afraid to move. And, you know, there's a lot more paperwork that's required now. When you go to the homes, you have to make sure there's only three people allowed in the homes. You have to wear face masks, booties, sanitize everything, and sanitize before and after as well. Um, you're not allowed to really open any, any knobs or anything, touch any hard surfaces, and whatever is touched has to be wiped down right after. Okay. And then the, uh, as I, uh, long story short, uh, some years ago, I was involved in real estate, but I chose to, <laughs> I didn't know, I got in about 2008, 2009, right before the big oh. crash. So it was right before the big crash. So then when, uh -huh. I was, back then, I was trying to convince <laughs> folks in those adjustable liar loans to change, and a lot of people didn't. But, uh, but anyway, yeah. But some say the, the real estate business is cyclical, where every 10 to 13 years it changes. But right now, from what I'm reading is that... Uh, you know, some people are, are trying to, the buyers are, are, excuse me, the sellers are doing cash all deals and uh, waiving contingencies and trying to, uh, to uh, you know, 
get their homes sold. So how is that affecting uh, the way that you're doing business with everything that's changing? And of course, with the, and lastly, with the, you know, the federal government uh, did some stimulus uh, packages that actually helped some of the uh, business owners as well as uh, folks that uh, mm -hmm. have their homes. Correct. And the, well, and the stimulus package is why I, I believe there's a lot more buyers now also because a lot of people um, are using that for their down payment. There are also a lot of down payment assistance programs available right now, grants that help first time buyers. Um, and then like we were talking about, there's a shortage of, there's a shortage of homes. So it's a lot of the homes are selling for 30, 40, 60,000 over um, asking price because right. there's so many people going after that one house. People are removing their appraisal inspection contingencies. Um, they're allowing the sellers to stay in the house after after it closes. All types of you know little little details that try to make your offer stronger as opposed to the 30, 40 other people that are submitting offers as well for that one house. That's kind of amazing. I think it was back in uh, I think it's been over 10 years ago that the market was similar to that. Uh, the only difference, as you know, was that uh, a lot of those loans were the uh, no income statement loans. <laughs> People were getting homes like left and right. Oh, I'm yeah. And I'm glad that that has, uh, that has all changed. Uh, and the ARM loans also, those right. adjustable rate mortgage loans were what killed the industry. And that's, and that's a big difference now. A lot of people were saying that, um, were thinking that, you know, it was going to crash. However, a lot of people, you know, they're on a fixed rate and they did do a lot of loan modifications. So um, the people who fell behind on their payments due to COVID, all they had to do was modify their loan and then they're back to step one. All right, very good. The other, uh, uh, of course, we do appreciate your time here on the Stand the Man podcast and of course had another question for you. So just wondering now, when a person buys their home, because uh, I know when a uh, years ago when I was doing it, it might be different now but when a person buys the home are they as part of the contract that they have to stay in the home maybe a year two years or three years or something like that now it depends on what type of loan is used so like if you're using an FHA government loan you do have to stay in the house for um, it depends also if you're if you got a grant um, so it requires you to stay in the home for about two years and, and it has to be your primary residence in order for you to be able to use that grant program loan. If not, then you do have to go with like a more conventional loan, something that requires you to have a higher credit score and put more money down in case, you know, because a lot of investors would, would be able to use the government loan. So it wouldn't really be fair for everybody else. Right. That, uh, that makes perfect sense. It was similar to that uh, back in the day when I was doing it. But uh, it reminds me of what a guy I know in real estate said. He said, uh, if it was so easy, everybody would be doing it. <laughs> exactly. And you know what? A lot of people do it, but if, if it was so easy, a lot of people would do it and continue to do it. Right, exactly. I think that the, and I think you and I know since we, you work in it now and I used to, I think uh, with some of these reality shows on TV, a lot of folks think that uh, it's all glamorous, but we know that uh, little do they, Oh, <laughs> behind the scenes, you're, you're making a lot of phone calls, you're getting a lot of people saying no, and then it's like, okay, they don't you, see the mental breakdown, right? Or the, or you do the inspection, you do an inspection, you find out it has bad plumbing, and then it delays the whole <laughs> escrow process. Uh, I could go on, but I'm not going to bring up any more of my stories. Uh, exactly. <laughs> yeah, since you're here in California, the you amazing, know, I actually just had I had an, es an escrow fallout yesterday. 
You know, I, I had an escrow fallout yesterday due to disclosures from, from the listing agent part that they didn't disclose properly that, you know, the, a solar system, and you know, Stan, a solar system was leased on there. So it was just, it, it turned into a huge mess and we had oh. to end up um, canceling the escrow and I cried a lot. <laughs> oh boy. So the, uh, so let refresh my memory. Would they, so I'm assuming the buyer did, want, did not want to assume the lease of the solar? Was that it? Well, the listing agent thought that the well, the listing agent said that it was going to be paid off through escrow, okay. and then once we were in escrow, he was um he said that it was a lease system, so he wanted them to assume this, the payment on top of the mortgage, oh. and you know it was just it, it didn't make sense for them. Yeah, that's uh well, you and I know from working in solar that's that's not a good deal. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not, and it's time. It was hard. It was hard to push it on them, but we we couldn't. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm, I'm sure I know, knowing what I know about you, I'm sure you tried everything you can, <laughs> but then it's like, okay, on to the next one, right? Are you with me? Can you hear me? Okay, I think you broke up a little bit. Can you still yes. hear me? Okay, yeah. fantastic. I can hear uh, you. I know that uh, in Southern California, you're of course, you're licensed, of course, to do I anything. In. Are you there? Let I'll, me. I can hear you. I can hear you fine now. On speaker. Hello? Yeah, I'm here. Can you hear me? Sorry. Yes. Okay, no good. You're back. That's great. I was just asking that the, uh, even though you're, you know, you're licensed in California, do you tend to uh, focus on you know, one particular area or are you pretty much all over depending upon what your clients are looking for? Just depending on what my clients are looking for, really. Like right now, I'm actually driving up north to Tehachapi, which is right before Bakersfield um, okay. because they're selling their, we're selling their home out here in the Antelope Valley and driving and they're buying out there. So it really just, um, I, I will go anywhere in the Southern California area. All right. Well, that's uh, very uh, good to know. I was going to ask, um, since you've been doing this for a while, what, what advice would you give to folks that are considering selling their home? And then for the folks that are considering buying, what are some of the, uh, what's some of the advice that you give to current sellers and current buyers at this point? Definitely um, do your research with the agents. Um, one, one issue that I've been seeing that a lot of people have been running into is that um, agents are, aren't running their comparables properly. So when they're pricing the home or when they're submitting offers, the, you know, the price point just makes no sense. And then when it comes down to an appraisal, there's an issue there. And then, you know, it just, it, it can delay the whole transaction. So the one thing is just make sure that all your comparables are ran properly. All right, they're very good. That makes sense. I'm, I'm assuming that goes for the, of course, the seller and the buyer, because I find that I find sometimes, Correct. as you probably know, sometimes when real estate agents and brokers, when they run it, sometimes they're, uh, as you know, it may not be accurate. And one thing about the appraisers, when they come in, it's, uh, it's, it's usually kind of like, this is what it is. <laughs> yeah. It, oh, and you know what? It kind of just depends what mood they're in right now. It's, it's, it's tough. It's tough out there, so I try to be as nice as possible to the appraisers when it's when I'm the listing agent. Just try to get on their good side. Well, very good. Yeah, they they definitely can, uh, definitely be your good friend. Also, I was going to ask you that um, you know, as you know, that business is pretty uh, it's busy for you. So I was wondering, how do you have your 
your work-life balance? I, I know you're married, you have kids, and how does that work out for you? Um, Mondays are my days off. So Mondays, I'm always off no matter what. And, you know, I do work a lot, but I, I, I try when, when I'm local, I try to go home, even if it's just for 30 minutes to an hour, just to, you know, say hi to everyone, grab a snack, and then I take off again. Then <laughs> I'm all, you know, con constantly te FaceTiming, texting, but it's tough. It's tough. And I do, um, you know, my husband is, is amazing. He helps me out a lot. And I got to give it to my kids because they put up with me also. And they're like, where are you going, mom, to work again? And I'm like, yeah. And they're like, okay, <laughs> okay, have a, nice, have a nice day. I come home. They try to, you know, they give me my wine and try to make, help me wind down. Oh, that's great. It's yeah, the one thing about it when you, you know, when you do come home, you can just kind of put your feet up, kind of relax a bit. I'm sure you get a call or text here or there, but, uh, you know, family is everything. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. If it wasn't for them, you know, they're, they're really why I work so hard because my kids are very expensive they like expensive things and they like to go on vacations <laughs> oh wow well, about that well back in the day uh our uh our fun was uh we just had to go outside <laughs> now i think it's uh i'm not saying that your kids have this but now it's, it's, it's tiktok it's ipads iphones yeah and... nowadays they they go on the youtube oh yeah the no, YouTube, yeah, they go on YouTube and they're like, hey, mom, look, I saw. Wow. Yeah. yeah it's they, awesome, well, though. It's well, well, uh, well, pretty soon, uh, I'm not sure how, how those is, how, what are the ages of the kids? I have a 10, an 8-year-old, and a 3-year-old. Okay. All right, well, it's going to be, it's going to be a while before the 10-year-old asks for a car. <laughs> Oh no, she already she she's already telling me that she what kind of when we go around she's like that's the kind of car that I'm gonna want I'm like what excuse me oh agree and then maybe. they ask they want the new they want the new iPhones they want the new iPads wow well that's gonna uh, well here's some good news and just as an aside that is that uh, some of the major universities uh, like Harvard Stanford USC some of these major universities are offering uh, you know scholarships to uh, to some of the kids and of course uh, some of the JC's uh, some of the JC's are free to go to and even uh, the president has uh, come up with a plan where he's trying to make some of the state universities not as much or less cost so by the time you get there the good thing is with, you, with the kids there uh, you have a little in, you have a little bit in between time uh, when they go but hey by then they they might be you know they might have their own jobs and uh, might not have to rely yeah. on mom and dad as much <laughs> no I hope not, but you know what? If it is, it's okay. I'm I'm, I'm starting their college fund, and that, that's one thing. You know, I'm trying to to use some of my funds to invest for them in the future, also. Very good, uh, great, great thing. All right, so that uh, so those are really all the uh, the questions I I had for you today, because I know you're pretty busy. I uh, wanted to say thanks so much for being with me on the podcast today, and uh, I know it's a real challenge out there, especially when you're you're dealing with a, a market that is continually changes and uh, people change their minds and. Sometimes one may, as you know, may come into the house and like everything except where the bathroom is located or something else. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. You should see some of the things that I'm asking, like, oh, no, I can't relocate the laundry room that's upstairs. I'm sorry. Yeah. Or, hey, you know, I don't, I don't, like, the, I don't like the color of the living room. But you, well, you know, you can paint that, actually. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They're like, ooh, the carpet. It looks a little worn. I'm like, yeah, you should probably change that. <laughs> <laughs> Well, fantastic. Well, Gabby, we thank you so All right, much. All right, Stan. Spending time. Thank and, uh, you so much. You
No problem. Wish you all the best and uh, you have a great rest of the day and take care, okay? You as well. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Stand the Man Podcast with business and entrepreneurs. <laughs>